Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the World Football Index Spotlight Podcast, taking a look at some of the best young talent around South America. On this week's show, we'll be talking about Jose Luis Gomez, who just recently got his first call-up to the full Argentina national team. He's a 23-year-old defender at Lanús. I'm your host, Austin Miller, joined, as always, by Tom Robinson. Tom, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Austin. How are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm very interested for this podcast. I think Gomez is kind of our first shot in the dark, if you will, as as a player. Not as highly touted as, as the three players we've broken down so far. Uh, but I think he's a really interesting one because he's the type of player, and we've seen this sometimes with, with South Americans, in that they get themselves into the national team squad and they can use that to kind of vault themselves to bigger and better things despite maybe not being a top-class talent, but they seize the opportunity when it's given to them. And I feel like Gomez might be that type of player. Yeah, definitely. I think um, you know he's, he's a little bit older than some of the other players that we've profiled. I think this is what hopefully this this podcast can, can bring to our listeners in terms of these guys. You know, They might not necessarily be precocious 17-year-olds, but these, these guys who you know they won't have got much coverage outside of their home countries yeah hopefully we can shed a a bit more light on them and I think particularly not only is he a a really interesting player given hit the the sort of problems that Argentina have had at fullback that makes him all the more intriguing and someone who yeah in the next year or two could be in for uh, some an interesting time yeah we'll, we'll get into this a bit later on this show but it's not out of the realm of possibility for should Argentina make the 2018 World Cup for Gomez to be their you know a starter in their defense at that point because as you as you said they do have that need at the position that he plays it's been a, a long-term issue you know probably even harking back to Zanetti and failing to re- properly replace him at, at right back but Gomez could be someone who you know makes the most of the circumstances of that sort of dearth of talent at, at fullback both right and left and you know he he could under Sam Pauli sort of st- like storming out of nowhere and and really make a name for himself you know we kind of saw ahead of the last World Cup Marcus Rojo was something of an unknown figure for a lot of people and sort of by merit of there not being that many other left backs you know he he got that starting berth and, and then got a huge move to Man United after that and you know now he's been you know a, a pretty regular love him or hate him he's kind of used that to uh, to his advantage so you know Gomez could be another guy who, who does a similar thing uh, so Gomez is a 23 year old uh, plays at Lanús in Argentina. Uh, he's in his second year there. He's he's a regular starter for that side. Uh, they have featured in the Copa Libertadores. He started all six matches in that competition for them so far here in 2017. As far as the national team is concerned, he featured at the 2016 Rio Olympics, which is an under-23 competition. Started all three matches for the Argentina side there that failed to get out of the group stage. And as, as we did say, he just recently got his first call-up for Argentina. He played 52 minutes in their friendly against Brazil. He started that match, the first match for Sao Paulo in charge, uh, and he got the playing time there. Tom, we'll get into his picture in the Argentine national team here in a bit. But as a player, what type of player is Gomez? What type of defender? What type of fullback? What are his, his strengths and, and what stands out to you when you watch him? Well, he's, he's a very modern type of fullback. And, you know, he's, he's one of these guys who's got great pace and agility and stamina. So he gets up and down that right flank all day long. The defensive side of his game is, leaves a bit to be desired. But in terms of 
you know, what Argentina and what a lot of clubs want these days. He provides that threat going forward. You know, he's, he loves it. He loves a dribble. You know, he's, um, he, he got a good cross on him as well. Loves to play these nice little short passes and he can get round on the overlap or, you know, even a lot of times he'll kind of come inside and, and sort of power in, into the middle, which is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good versatility in terms of his forward, forward momentum. He gets a lot of interceptions as well. You know, he's got that extra p- pace to kind of nip in front of the opposition and, and steal the ball off their toes. In the season that Lanús won um, the league in Argentina, he was like averaging about five interceptions a game, which is pretty good. And and you know, he's also better in the air than you'd expect as well. He's 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 not the tallest, but yeah, he he holds his own in in the aerial game. So he's going to leave gaps at the back, but for a side that kind of wants to play on the front foot, he's pretty important in providing width from uh, fullback. It, it sounds like he is a an almost a stereotypical Brazilian fullback, if you will. Likes to bomb forward, loves a cross, you know, likes a dribble. Is that a, a fair comparison that he, if you do watch him play, he he looks a bit like a a typical Brazilian fullback would? Yeah, definitely. He's he's got that that style about his game. You'd you characterize it more as a Brazilian than maybe more of a conservative Argentinian fullback that they seem to have produced in in recent years. So, yeah, he, I think he. Um, he he could sort of try and become the next Danny Alves. I, I don't think he'll ever reach that level. But um, in terms of how you know Messi can be enabled to play better, if he can kind of create a, a Zat's Danny Alves role in the Argentina national team, then that that could be for the benefit of the the, the entire team. But you know he's he's been good for a while now. It's only been really in the last twelve months that he's kind of shot into everyone's attention in Argentina with with that Lanús win and you know they played some really good football under Miguel Almiron sort of absolutely smashed the league that year and and he was a really important part of that you know he was a regular for that team and he provided loads of width and and pace you know and and, and you know he's useful on the counter attack as well with those with those skills you know before that he'd been he started off at uh, Racing actually and he got his debut as a, like a 20 year old I think but he sort of came through at a time when Racing were absolutely terrible I think they finished 19th and 18th respectively in two short seasons. And I, th- I think he was kind of a bit tainted by association, really, um, because the next season, Diego Coca came in for his first spell and, you know, they won the league and he, he didn't really feature. So he kind of had to be farmed out on loan to San Martin, who are a smaller club, um, but, you know, the, from the interior, um, from San Juan. Um, so I think he, that, that benefited him a lot because he, he didn't have quite as much pressure. He could just... You know, go about his game and, and and he was really really impressive and you know scored a few goals there's one particular game against Tigre which he was absolutely immense in and then that that kind of convinced Lanus to make a move for him I, th- I think I'm right in saying that it's only an 18 month loan <laughs> which is a bit of a which is a bit of a strange one but he could potentially return to Racing it's more likely that now this call up you know the, the deserved call up he's got that he might move on without really ever coming back and uh, featuring for wrestling again. What do you think is kind of the top level for Gomez? Is, is he maybe not necessarily at his peak now, but is he a type of player who can be, you know, top five at his position in South America, but maybe would need the right sort of situation to succeed in Europe? Do you view even a European move for him down the line? Because there are, it is a small section of players, but there are players who can get into their national teams in South America, maybe less so with Brazil and Argentina, but can get into their national teams and play regularly despite that move, but despite not having that move to Europe. Is Gomez that type of player for you, or do you think he could succeed on the European level down the line? 
It's, good. it's a tricky one to call, really, because if it wasn't for the Argentina national uh, call-up, then I don't think there'd be quite as many European sides sort of getting interested about him. But at the same time, like that's not to downplay his skills. You know, he he's a very he's still raw, even though he's you know come at 23 now. But there's all the potential there that you could easily form into into a really useful fullback. You know, I think if you worked on his defensive side of the game, that's something that needs some work. But you've even seen quite a lot of progress in the last 12 months. So, yeah, I don't think it's just a case of him profiting from the lack of other Argentinian fullbacks. It certainly helped him. But, you know, I, th- I think if he can really stake a, stake a place in, in the national team under San Pauli, and it looks likely, just given the way that, you know, he's likely to want them to play, you know, lots of high energy, lots of running from deep, you know, the same way he did for, he used the fullbacks for Chile. You know, that's, it's a golden opportunity and Gomez needs to take it. If he turns out turns up as a starting fullback for Argentina at the World Cup, then I'd be very surprised if uh, someone in Europe, even if it was you know a smaller club in one of the one of the top leagues, didn't didn't have a pun on him. You know, you could definitely see him pitching up at a Villarreal or Sevilla, maybe you know like big clubs, but maybe not top top level. I think there's not no reason to say that he that he won't get a move. Whether he then sort of flourishes in Europe is another question, but. I think he's capable of getting the move at least. As far as the timing of any potential move, does it feel like he's kind of set in Argentina until the World Cup, especially if, as we've said, he might have a chance to play in that World Cup? He'll want to make sure he's getting games before that. Do you think that any sort of move would would come after Russia 2018? I think he would be best served at maybe staying in Argentina. But again, there is that prospect of... You know what? He might want to try and get up to pace with the the European game, and you know, twelve twelve months is enough time for him to maybe get some game time again. You know, he'd have to make sure it's first team football. I feel like we say this every time, but you know, it is so important. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one. I think he probably would be better off uh, leaving this summer, and I think with him in that uh, getting his debut for Argentina Racing might look to cash in on him while they still can I don't th- I don't think he needs to move but I think uh, if someone does come calling then yeah he, he might as well go for it I think let's take a look now at his his standing in the Argentine national team because as we've said it does seem like there is a legitimate possibility that Argentina could start Russia 2018 with Jose Luis Gomez as their starting right back what do you think are the, are the possibilities of that? Do you think he's maybe in first position for that? Maybe a bit behind? Is there a ton of competition even for that role? I, I think it it is a, a bit of confidence for him. The fact that in Sampaoli's first match, he was the guy that Sampaoli went with at right back. You know, that certainly says at least something, even if it doesn't say a ton. Yeah, it's huge. Um, I think, you know, the only reason he didn't play again was um, I think he picked up a knock in that first game and then they kind of had to play... What looked like, well, a lot of people were saying it was two at the back with maybe Marcus Acuna and Eduardo Salvio as kind of wingers, wingbacks. But I guess that was partly because they were playing against Singapore. So I think really, you know, there, there aren't a lot of options. You know, Zabaleta has been a great servant, but he's he's passed his best. Mercado is, is a really good option 
he's he's more of a, a defensive fullback. I think the fact that Sampaoli had Mercado at Sevilla might mean that Mercado is probably his biggest competition, but it, it really depends kind of what formation that he, he wants. If if they're going to go for a 3-4-3 three, three or something like that, then I think Gomez has that pace and stamina to get up and down the flank um, more so than Mercado, who's yeah, a bit more of a solid option who could maybe play on the right of a three-man defence. And if you look at some of the people who played recently, there's like Ron Caglia, who's not very good. Uh, Gino Peruzzi, he's had a mixed season for Boca. And again, he's one who's, who seems to be good going forward, but um, his leaves his defensive duties. Uh, Gomez, as we've said, is really going to be fortunate of the circumstances that have sort of coincided with his emergence but that doesn't mean to say he's not deserving of a of a place i think it's make make or break as to whether he starts but i think he'll he'll at least be in in the squad i mean if you look in argentina maybe the only other people who who might have a chance of breaking in a de placido who's who's had a really good season and i think renzo saravia is a good option but belgrano are terrible right now so he's probably a, a way off now he's, he's got luck on his side that um there really aren't that many good alternatives but i think he's he, he should be given a chance and, and see what he can do it's interesting because on the last show that we did we talked about sebastian driussi and he's a player who's maybe a bit blocked off in the national team because of the abundance of talent and then there's a player like gomez who has an opportunity here and may not even be at, at the level that driussi is but has the opportunity and has a chance to take it uh, as far as Sampaoli's style it feels like Gomez is is a pretty good fit for the way that Jorge Sampaoli wants to play with Argentina. And, and that is kind of another tick in his column, if you will, of, of the positives for him. You know, maybe, maybe this is a case of someone who, you know, because they're not playing for one of the big clubs in in Argentina, they've probably gone under the radar of quite a few teams in it. And it takes someone with a bit more local knowledge like Sampaoli to be like, hey, this guy's, this guy's good enough to be an international for me. And maybe a lot of Maybe that's the wake-up call that a few European clubs might need to to take a punt on him. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those quirks of, of international football where you can kind of get these specialists coming through in, in positions that maybe their their national team doesn't produce a whole a whole lot of. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. And he's certainly a player that I'm, I wouldn't necessarily say I had you know confidence of going on and being an absolute star. But right now, in terms of you know the circumstance around the national team and and his current form you know there's a, there's a player there and it's going to be a very interesting 18 months or so i think it will certainly be be interesting to watch what happens for him and and if he does end up getting that call to russia next year and and if he can make the most of it and and see where that takes him final question here on gomez uh, we've talked about the defensive ability or lack thereof a lot any other weaknesses besides that or is that really kind of the one glaring thing that stands up to you yeah i think that that is the main the main criticism i'd have you know like i said going forward he's got everything you'd want from a modern day forward um i think it's just going to be that case of decision making and improving the defensive side like i said he is he's not the you know tallest of, of fullbacks i mean Maybe it's not the biggest issue for him, but you know, in terms of the aerial game, he's more likely to come up against some some bigger opposition in in Europe and on the international stage as well. So I think that's something that he'll he'll also have to work on. Um, it, you know, it's it's good, but it, the, there's certainly room for improvement. And 
yeah sometimes maybe one criticism about when he gets forward is you know he can be he can be a little bit kind of head down charging forward and and maybe hold on to the ball a bit too long and the again minor criticisms because i because i think there is a a really exciting fullback going forward but yeah he i think he'd need to be in the type of team that allowed him to kind of leave those spaces at the back you'd need someone covering but that would be my main assessment of him <laughs> uh, tom I, I don't often like to put you on the spot here but i will in this situation if argentina <laughs> do make the world cup and we were talking pre-pod you seem pretty confident in that i'm a bit less so but that might be my brazilian roots shining through <laughs> um, if they do make the world <laughs> cup that first game in russia Will Gomez line up at right back as the starter? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go for Austin. All right, there um, you have it. <laughs> yep, you heard it here first. All right, love it. Uh, that'll do it for this week's show of the WFI Spotlight. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at World Football I for all of the latest football podcasts and articles. We'll have you covered with plenty of Spotlight podcasts between now and the World Cup. No doubt about that. There'll always be plenty of players to break down coming out of South America. Uh, but that'll do it for this show. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you.